the summit in Tucson, Arizona, the Corps presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Jason Hyam and Jeremy Forcier. Today's topic, Extreme Lead Conversion for Lenders. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Awesome. Is everyone in the right class? This is the lead conversion class, extreme lead conversion. Yes? Raise your hand. Right class? Good. How many realtors? Raise your hand. Perfect. We can say whatever we want. Yes. We can talk about them. Woo. I was nervous for a second. I was like, okay, we'll always have one. And then you got to be a little bit more sensitive about it. So, uh, Thanks for being here, everyone. I'm super honored to be coaching with uh, my boy Jason here. Uh, Jason and I uh, have been coaching together for a long time. I've had the privilege of coaching with Jason. Um, I've had the privilege of coaching Jason. I've been in the business for 18 years, uh, averages 200 units uh, every single year, runs a branch, six loan officers, great dad. Do you think he knows a thing or two about converting leads? Yes. Anyone that can get a beautiful woman to marry this man is very good at converting leads. It's, it's, it's the two and four year old. Yes. Convert so, the, the two and four year old. So we got we have a lot, lot to learn. So here's the thing. OK. We're in a different market right now. OK. Can we all agree? We're in a different market. I see lower quality leads. I see stuff falling out of contract a lot. I see rate shopping at a, a super high point, but the reality is people always rate shop, right? So it's not that different. We're more sensitive to it because it feels like the pie is getting smaller, okay? So we have to focus on generating more leads, but we definitely have to super focus on converting the leads that we already have, okay? I think when it was easy, when the market was easy the last five years, we've been on a five-year run, it was a lot easier to convert leads, but that's actually not true. That's what we told ourselves. It's just that we had so many that we didn't care about, oh man, that one that has the horrible credit score or this other one that wants to get a slightly lower rate, I'll let it go because I got 20 other deals going, right, at the same time. So we're, we're, at, a, we're at a point where we really have to focus on conversion. How do we convert? Because if we convert 5% more, I want you guys to write this down. If I convert 5% more, that's the difference of two to eight deals a month. Think about it. If you get 100 leads, what's 5% of 100? Five deals, right? You got, are you guys okay? 5% of 100 is five extra deals. Average commission in the room, I'm just going to say it's $4,000 a unit. What's five times 4,000? Good. You guys are better with the money. When you're counting Woo! the money, everyone gets it. You go percentages, everyone's like, I don't know, what's 5% of 100? Right? Talk about cash, everyone's, oh, that's like 20 grand. Right? It's $250,000 a year. It's a big deal. Okay? So, um, Jason, we're breaking this up into three different parts. Yes. Right? Yes. So the three parts that we're going to break this class up into, and please try, I'm going to say save all your questions till the end, write them down. But just really try to do that. I know it's so hard. It is. It's hard for me, too. I get in a class. I'm like, well, wait a second. That doesn't make sense. Can you explain? Okay. We're going to try to limit that as much as possible to get through the class. Um, but we're breaking this up into three different parts. Okay. So part one, write this down. Part one is going to be about expectation setting. Okay. Expectation setting. That's where I believe 
lead conversion really starts, right? It's about setting the right expectations. What's part two, bud? Part two is the process. Part two is the process, but the part of the process specifically in part two is going to be from referral, from initial lead to pre-approval. Okay. And then part three is going to be from where? It's going to be the follow-up. That's right. Part three is going to be from pre-approval, right? To lock in the loan. Right. Through close. Now, why do you think we have to be good in converting in all three of these parts? Excuse me? Raise your hand. You, you got it? Cool. So he said there's competition trying to get at the leads at the same time, right? That's true. What else? Raise your hand. There's fallout in all three segments. We think that we sell a person and we're done. Oh, they said they liked me. They're going to fill out my loan application. They brought me their docs. We literally have to convert in all three segments every single time over and 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 over. And And then you take a little nap and then you do it again and again and again and again. It's just a fact, right? We have to be good at converting in all three segments. So, Jason, what do we want them to have to do as table work to start to get good at learning about uh, expectations and introductions? So what, uh, so what Jeremy was talking about, um, it all starts with the referral, right? So how many of you can tell a difference between someone who's been referred to you the right way and the person that has not? Right? You can tell a huge, huge difference, right? It starts up, hey, what's your interest rate versus, oh my gosh, I'm coaching with Jeremy Forcier. The myth, the man, the myth, the legend. Like, this guy is a rock star. He's a closer, right? You're going to learn so much from Jeremy versus, hey, Jeremy's teaching the class today. Does it make sense? So it starts with extreme honor, right? It starts with setting up your referral partner, setting up your, uh, Rick called it, we're teaching spouses. So Jeremy's my spouse today. Thank you. So your realtors are your spouses at work, right? So we're going to start with table work. What we want to do is share at the table on the proper way to introduce like give honor, introduce the referral partner. I want you to go around the table and I want you to share your best. Break up in the twos or threes and share your best script for setting up that referral partner. Setting up the honor is what we really want to do. All right. Take right. two or three minutes. So remember, in order to honor, you have to know something about them, right? So why don't you take a minute, get to know each other and then work on the script. Okay. Let's start with this table over here with James. Um, so Court goes in and he says, uh, you know, he asks the agent, you know, how do you want to be referred? And, you know, goes through that and says, oh, well, you're not actually referring me that way. This is how I then want to be referred. Cool. So education. So what does it sound like? Sure. So, Jeremy, um, hey, we've worked uh, together for a while. I've got some opportunities coming up. I want to make sure that I'm referring them correctly to you. Can you give me uh, give, give me a little lip load of how you want me to refer that client to you? Ooh, lip load. Everyone write that down. Lip That's load. a new one for me. Hey, that is my uh, takeaway. Hold on. Lip load. <laughs> Now, now, every time you use that, you've got to get, give credit where credit's due. That was good. Fair What's enough. your name? Corey. Corey. That was really good. That was a great cool. point. So, Corey, when I, when, I, um, yeah, when I refer you, you know, I just tell him that, you know, he's in my top three lenders. 
And, you know, I give them three cards and that, you know, you're 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 pretty good. So and I appreciate that. But again, the question is that I've got some opportunity for you. I want to know how you want me to refer you. Do you want me to refer you giving three cards? Oh, God, no. I don't want to go against anyone else. (laughs) You you don't. Is there there something about your service that I could highlight? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I don't I don't really know, Corey. Like, how, how would you refer me? Well, um, I want to make sure that I give the correct name. So I'm going to say Jeremy. And again, my name's Court. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, so I want to make sure I'm hitting them with the right name first. The lip load thing a, just threw me up. off completely. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> but knowing that hey, I've worked with you, you're fantastic. I want I want to make sure that you're referring me the same way. I'm not going to give them three cards. So uh, what I'd like you to do is say, hey, I've got this great lender. We've worked together for a long time. Can I patch him in right now? Let's get a three-way conversation going, and we'll go from there. Okay, very good. Let's give him a round of applause, okay? Good. Someone else, either raise your hand or Jason is going to make you talk. There you go. Jessica. So when they say, uh, I give three names, what I typically say is, you know, there's so much confusion in the home buying process between you're getting advice from your family, you're getting advice from a coworker. You give three names now. You have three different lenders trying to contact your client. Chances are they're going to get confused and potentially leave you and leave me. So whoever you refer, refer them very strongly. I would love to be your gal. Um, but refer someone very, very strongly and let them know you have other names if they need it. But Jessica, you know, try her first because she's amazing. I know she's going to take great care of you. But we want to avoid confusion for the client. That's a great one. And that's how, you know. That's I a great one. I think it's a good point here. Um, I, I actually do work in one of these horrible um, national production builder accounts. And uh, in this account, um, they actually have to refer it's called mortgage choices. They have to refer for, uh, for, for names, right? And they actually have go shoppers that go out and sit with the sales counselors. And if they don't do it, they get fired, right? I'll tell you that we've increased our closing percentage. We've moved uh, from the brand new guy. For, they haven't changed lenders in five years, right? And we're the new guy the first year. We're already approaching to be number two in the production, the conversions. And we've done it the same exact way, Right? Um, and we base it all off their confusion. At the end of the day, the realtor, the sales rep, they want to get paid, right? And the more confusion there is out there, let's be real clear. Is there enough noise out there, like on the Internet, right? I mean, with the realtors, they have Redfin, they have Open Door, we have Zillow Mortgage. There's enough noise out there anyways, right? And the way, the way we circumvent that is, hey, just send them to us first, right? And at the very least, they won't be confused. If you want to shop around, they can shop around. But come to us first. I will tell you when that happens. We have about a 90% closing rate. And about 70% of them don't even shop the next person. So that's a, that's a great point. Cool. Who else has a good introduction expectation setting? How about that table right there? Uh, Jeremy, I love the training your agents to do the three-way email. Cool. So, so they go ahead and just CC you and say, hey, this is the lender that I would use if I was buying a house. He's going to do a great job for you. They CC us on the email. We respond immediately and say, thank you for the introduction. When's a good time to talk? And I find that you can actually help the agent write exactly what you want them to say about you. Very good. Where did you learn that? I don't know. How about you? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, so, um, yes, that's very good as well. So uh, you have one? 
up here, please, real quick. Super nervous. But um, so Brian Clute taught me this one just at a recent site visit. And it's three steps. It's as your realtor, I'm here to do three things for you. I'm here to help you identify a home, negotiate the best deal, but also mitigate risk. And the biggest risk in the process of home buying is with the finances. So I'm going to have Tammy's team call you because she is not only proven in her process where you understand exactly what you're bringing to the table, there's no surprises, you're going to have an, an amazing client experience, but she's accountable to me and I know where she lives. <laughs> and I will make sure that there is nothing but the best from this point and there's no confusion. So I do insert that one too. Very good. Yes. Strong, strong. We got one, one more over here. So something that just occurred to me is that we've for years been trying to coach the agents through positivity, which is what I always choose and to lead and love and say, here's what I'm going to say about you. Here's what I'd like you to say about me. But I've just decided that I would like to go a little more towards the fear path. Yes. And I think it's really at this point in time, knowing the way the world is changing, that it's absolutely crucial for us to scare them a little bit in a positive way for their own good. So the Quickens, USAA, Navy Federal, all of these companies have in-house real estate departments. So if they don't control that lending experience, they are losing control in a much, much bigger way than they've ever had in the past. So if that person goes online with Quicken and talks to one of the most amazing call center trained Navy SEAL salespeople, which is who they have on the other line, that's far superior than any one of our LP1s or ourselves, guaranteed, and is working 12 hours a day, six days a week, and is probably eating loans for breakfast. They're shredded. They're ripped. They're young. It's like, just meet some of them. And they then say, well, tell me about your realtor. And the client goes, oh, yeah, she's great, or whatever they say, that phone salesman is highly likely to be incentivized to give them an extra bundled discount to 100%. refer them to the in-house Quicken real estate department yes, that then refers that lead to another local agent who's going to give back 30% of their money back to Quicken. So now Quicken just got us all. Yep, they yes. sold a loan from me, they took the buyer from you, and some other schmuck paid 30% of their commission back to Quicken. Right. So I think now I, I'm really having these super direct conversations with agents because where they may have not had the guts before to have direct conversations or to say, I know you love Wells Fargo, but you're not like you cannot do that. Or I know Quicken has really sexy commercials, but you can't do that. I, I'm now talking to them from a little bit more of fear that you have to protect your paycheck, which is why you need to refer us strongly. Yes. yes and I think a lot of that's awesome, Shayla. I think a lot of loan officers, I hear them talk right now, and I hear realtors, there's, there's the fear in that they don't want to just have the conflict with the client, right? They're like, oh, wait, the leads are down, and the money's more viable, so I just want to let them use whoever they want to use, right? And to Shayla's point, that's where you create the fear. So this is my, it was my 10-year anniversary, this summit, and this is my, this is the first, like, big book that you'd get back in the day, Right? And it was amazing to me. I look back through it. My first semester in coaching, I had, my first month, I had 23 leads. 23 leads. And my conversion was through the roof. Why do you think it is? It had to be. Like, if I was going to stay in this program, I had to convert at a high level. Right? And so that's exactly what you tell the realtors. 
Like, listen, the leads are more valuable now. Yes, there's less leads, but that's why you don't want them to go to USAA. That's why you don't want to go to the Quicken. Like, we're far more valuable right now than we were when there were 200 leads. Do you agree, Jeremy? 100%. Right? They want stone-cold killer sales reps going to help them close the deal and make the money and use that. Cool. That's a great point. So, there are uh, four components. I wrote down five. Um that go into teaching someone how to refer you and also explaining like why. So I think they have to have all of these components when we're talking to our referral sources. And it doesn't matter if it's a realtor because they don't want to lose money, right? It doesn't matter if it's a financial planner. Do they want to lose the assets? No. It doesn't matter if it's a CPA. No one wants to lose their business, right? So um, the things I wrote down was honor. Okay, so write these down. Number one is honor. These are how introductions have to have a piece of all of this. Okay, number one is honor. Number two is educate. They need to know a little bit about you. You need to know a little bit about them. Okay. Number three is partner in keeping the deal together. That's what Shayla was talking about. That's what Jessica was talking about. They have to understand that. Then I wrote down fear, which is exactly what Shayla was talking about. You have to promote a little bit of fear in a positive way. Right? Here's, here's a negative way to promote fear. Right? Oh, they suck. <laughs> That's negative. It won't work nearly as well. Positive. Hey, I found that Quicken's app to close rate is actually only 28% when they tell you you're pre-approved. I don't want you to fall into that other 68 or 78%. I want to make sure it's going to get done, right? Saying the same thing, but not slandering or bashing someone else, for example. Okay, and then this is the most important part, I think, especially when we're doing with referral sources and consumers, is what's in it for them. They need to know what's in it for them. So I have this really cool email template that you guys can all have and use. All you have to do is email the concierge. They will send it to you. Uh, it's very similar to what Stuart was talking about, and it is the best introduction, okay, that I, that I have. And I use it with, how many of my referral partners do you think I use it with? Well, I wish that was the case because <laughs> there's no realtors in here, remember. I tell them all to use it. It increases conversion by 18% response rate because I've tracked it for two and a half years. But about 20% of them use it on a regular basis. Right? But here's what it sounds like. Ready? So the email template goes like this, and you can do this in person. You can educate your referral partners to do this in person. But basically the email states, hi, borrower, comma, new paragraph. Right? And this is how I do everything. I once left Shayla a voicemail like this because I'm so used to voice texting and email. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. Exclamation mark. I actually say that stuff out loud sometimes on voicemails. So it's like, hi, borrower, comma, new paragraph. Right? Then it says, I would like to introduce you to a lender that we have partnered with on many deals. I have included him on this email. His name is Jeremy Forcier with Cross Country Mortgage. He is the best in the business and will take great care of you. Even if you are already working with someone else, he will give you the best advice possible. Please reach out to him or he will reach out to you. Then it has my name, my phone number, and my email. Remember, this is a template that they can copy and paste 
or saving a signature or whatever. Then underneath that, it says, Jeremy Dash, I would like to introduce you to borrower. They are looking to get pre-approved to buy a home and could use your help. Please reach out to them when you have a moment. I will tell you, as simple as that sounds, you guys, the conversions are 18% higher for me to a pre-approval when people use that template. Guys, write this down. This, this is huge. So 18% you're, you're, you're giving them the template. Yes. And all they have to do is forward it. That is correct. Right? right? That is huge. So it's really, really big. So we need to be able to do that with our referral partners as well, right? How can we refer them better? How can we honor them more? So it has to have all of these different things when we're talking to clients, right? It has to have honor included. It has to be direct. You have to promote fear. You had your hand up. You need to say something. I love it. She said what she adds in when there's an introduction is that um, their clients have a much better success rate than other people in this market, right? So that's promoting what again? What? Fear. They got to be a little bit scared that they can't get the money. Okay. They have to be a little bit scared. Know the downfalls. So it's really, really, really important to have good introductions. You guys now, um, when we are doing, um, consumers working with the consumers, let's talk about the consumer side. Okay. So, um, what do you think is important when you're talking to the consumer and you're talking about the realtor and edifying, we're going to transition to the edification of this part, right? So what's the most important thing when you, so now you got the lead, right? What's the most important thing? Cool. So and that, Lacey, right? So Lacey said, um, how did they know the referral partner, right? So my favorite um, MMA, mixed martial arts move is the triangle. I love it. The triangle choke is <laughs> my favorite. So I know we call it triangle for trust. I always call it the triangle choke. So between the triangle choke and the lip load, like we are stoked, okay? Like we got it, we got it covered. So um, give them a great example of the triangle for trust. Oh my gosh. Um, so you're talking to the client, like, uh, so I do this all the time. Uh, ring, ring. Are you calling me? I'm calling you Okay, right great. Now. Yes. I'm Hello. Not, I'm not voice texting you. Hi. Jeremy Larkin, Jason Laheim here from Cherry Creek Mortgage Company. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you. Hey, Jeremy Larkin from Icon Realty, Keller Williams gave me your contact information. And, and he, you know what? Jeremy's an awesome realtor. I've worked with him a long time. He told me he told me to call you and take great care of you. He's one of the best in the business. Tell oh, me about cool. your situation. Yeah, well, no, um, you know, I met him at an open house, and uh, I, I'm looking to buy a house my first time. And yeah, he said that you were a good guy. Wow. So you just walked into an open house and you met Jeremy Larkin. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you know this or not. I mean, I work with a lot of realtors, probably over 200. He is literally one of the best. He's the best. He, he's from my personal deals too. Did you guys catch that? Okay, I just want to make sure you could hear it because it sounded like it cut out. So he said that Jeremy is the best? Is the best. He's actually who I refer my personal deals with. And a little trick, even if it's the agent that's two months in the business, they're literally the best. I would refer my family to them. I trust them. Does that make sense? I'm not lying. I'm saying I would trust them with my family. Right? So um, it ties it in really, really good. Excellent. So um, another example is... I always say, I say something very similar, you guys, but it's really, really important um, to me that I explain them how lucky they are, right? Especially on open house leads. This is really important. And you can teach this to your agents, right? Hey, this is how, this is what I'm going to say when you give me an open house lead. So ring, ring, ring. Hello. 
Oh, hi. Is, is this Jason? Yeah, this is Jason. Hey, Jason. It's Jeremy Forcier, Cross Country Mortgage. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, I was given your name and number from Austin Lampson. Austin. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think you met her at an open house. She's that great real estate agent that was there. I did. We were out Sunday looking around the houses. I met her. Oh, cool. So, so how did you meet her? You know what? We're just, I just actually just popped in an open house. My wife was wanting to look at houses, and I, I was wanting to go watch football, and next thing you know, I'm in an open house. Dude, that is awesome. I have to tell you, you are so lucky to have met Austin. Most people that go into open houses, they're going to meet a realtor that doesn't know what they're doing. But you literally hit the lotto. Really? Austin is literally one of the best realtors in the market that I work with, and I absolutely would trust her with any of my clients to get the job done right. Wow, that's good to know. Cool. Pause, right? You have to, okay, learn to honor the other person and edify them and make them realize how lucky they are to be working with the other person, okay? Really, really, really important. Um, so uh, as far as um, introducing uh, to each other on a referral partner, one LO and one, so I want one person to be an LO. We're gonna break to tables in groups of two. I want one person to be a loan officer, okay? And I want one person uh, to be a consumer, okay? And what I want you to do is Talk about how you're going to refer and edify the other person. So I want you guys to come up. How are you going to edify? You got the lead. How are you going to edify and re-refer back uh, to the agent? So you're going to use a realtor in this example, and you're going to use a consumer. So one person is loan officer. One person is in his consumer. You're going to edify an agent, and you're going to refer back to them. Okay, does that make sense, you guys? Does it make sense? So break up in groups of two. One person's a loan officer, one person's a consumer. All right, so who had a really good partner that did a great job? Cool, let's start right there with the hands up. <laughs> Kevin did a great job of using statistics in his market about how many realtors there were and then how many realtors don't do a lot of transactions and that the one that they're with does a lot of business. Um, and so that really edifies that agent, which I thought was a really good job because he's nice. giving them actual stuff that they can, they can kind of bank on. So it's good. Awesome. So using statistics, very good. Unless they don't do a lot of business, then you just talk about how great they are. Cool. Who else did a really good job? Jen did a really great job of being really specific about what the agent does well, like a expert negotiator, um, level-headed, so speaking really specifically to their characteristics in the transaction. Excellent. Good. Knowing the person is important, right? Cool. Let's get one more up here. I was merely the realtor being referred between the two, so I created what their script was that they were both using. And they were both, the initial question they asked is, how do you know the realtor? Excellent. And then the next thing they went into was, oh, my God, can I share my experience about that agent with you? I love that. Oh, Everyone like write that down. And can then I they went from experience. there to top negotiator, excellent collaborator, and then they both had different things they added. Cool. Very I love nice. that. I love that because it has all of the things. It has honor. It has um, what's in it for them. Excellent negotiator, right? That, that was really, really good. Cool. So now that we know that expectation is where it starts, right? How am I being referred? And what are the expectations that we're setting between each other? Now we have the lead, right? We have the referral. We've talked to them. We're going to talk about initial lead through pre-approval, getting them pre-approved. Jason, how do you do it? Yeah, okay, cool. So me and Jeremy have a little bit different styles, so we're going to share each, each what we do. 
Um, and this may be trivial, but I loved what Rick said at the beginning of the summit, which says this is a football. Okay? Um, I'll tell you this. Step number one. When the call comes in, the phone has to be answered. Right? It may sound trivial, trivial to you, um, but like working on this production builder account, when you have four, four preferred lenders, they're literally trained. If they're sitting in front of a client and need to write a contract, they call the, the first person they want, they want to call. If you answer the phone, you get the deal. If you don't answer the phone, guess what happens? They hang up the phone and guess who they call? The next one and guess who gets the deal? It's no different with realtor business. I hate to say it, but it's no different. So the phone has to be answered no matter what. Uh, we actually have a team, uh, a team line that I, I have all my realtors send our leads to. Um, so it's 281-882-8888. It's kind of easy to what? To remember, right? So they can refer very strongly. Lead comes in, it has to be answered. That means if we have a daily team meeting, the phone's forwarded to a cell phone. At least the receptionist is going to answer the phone, but it does not ever go to voicemail. Um, the second thing, you have to have good energy. I always tell, when we're talking to my team, if I'm not answering the phone, they can call. In fact, it's getting worse now because Shayla alluded to Quicken is very, very good. Like, they're really good on the phone. But they can call anyone else online and have someone that's not excited. If you're not excited and have good energy when you answer the phone, oh, my gosh, what's your name? How are you referred to me by? Oh, they're a great realtor. I'm so excited to talk to you. Tell me about your situation. How can we help you out? And listen, right? So that first initial call coming in, or if I'm calling, I have to have good energy. i got to answer the dang phone, right? And I'm merely just setting my expectations, right? My whole goal right then um, is, number one, to take an application, okay? Um, I hear from a lot of students. Some people say, I send everyone online. I tell you, if I send people online in the environment that I'm in, they wind up at the other lender and closing with another lender. So um, we talk a lot in our team that if you can take the app right now over the phone, take it right now, right? Because you're talking about converting leads. You're just trying to get the clients further down the process. The faster you can get them further down the process, why do you think Quicken's doing so well? They don't close them on time, right, Jeremy? No. But they're very good at getting the information. They're good at getting the docs. They're making, they, they felt like they've already done with the process, but they're not, but they're not. Does it make sense? So, uh, on the phone, we're merely taking the application, right, and setting the consultation. Alright? Um, I do 75% of my consultations after the application. I do them face to face, right? So I tell them, hey, it's a quick and easy two-step process. In Texas, there's the Texas two-step, so I use the Texas two-step process. Hey, what we want to do today is take a quick loan application. It's very, very simple. Uh, we'll do it over the phone. We'll ask you where you've been living the past two years, where you've been working the past two years, your income and assets. I'm going to run a quick credit report. I'll get you a letter today, right? The fact of the matter is, like, did you all know that Wells Fargo, they go online to Wells Fargo, they can get a pre-qualification letter online without talking to anyone. It spits out automatically. Does it make sense? So I can pre-qualify you today, but what you really want, you really want a pre-approval. And here's why. It's a super tight market, right? And it's very, very competitive. And the one who has the best pre-approval wins. It'll help you negotiate the best price. In some areas, it's going to help you just get the deal, right? And so we set that consultation. We take the application. We set the expectation that we want to meet with them. I write this down. We want to meet with them within 48 hours. Whether you're over the phone, whether you're face-to-face, it doesn't matter. But it goes back to what? It goes back to getting more sticky with the client, having to go further down the road. Does that make sense? Yes. Can you just say the line about meeting with them? The one I just said? To get them in. To get them in? 
Cool. Okay, so I, so I took the application. I'm like, hey, we have a quick and easy two-step process. We'll get you pre-qualified today. It's just a quick loan application. And what I want to do is I want to go ahead and set an appointment for us to meet face-to-face. Okay? At the consultation, we will then go over down payment, monthly payment, interest rates. We're going to make a perfect financing strategy for you. That way, when you go out shopping, you're at a competitive advantage. Because I said Jeremy is one of the best negotiators. He's a really good negotiator when you're fully pre-approved. And that's what we do at our consultation. We get you fully pre-approved. Does that help? Perfect. But here's why you want to meet. Right? Because it's back to getting the house. So, pardon? I don't have time to meet. You don't have time to meet? He said he doesn't have time to meet. Cool. You're really busy. I work all the time. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, you know what? Um, the mortgage. When's the last time you bought a house? It was uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Wow, golly. Have you seen what kind of what's going on in the mortgage business right now? Or have you heard of any bad mortgages? I used the Rick Ruby closed at that point. All right. Have you heard of anybody having a bad mortgage experience? I have not. Cool. Well, hey, you said you were already pre-qualified with Quicken. Here, let me send you some reviews. Okay. This is one of the largest financial uh, investments of your life, right? And we find that it's a much smoother process if we just meet for 30 minutes in person. And if they can't, I do it over the phone. I don't, I don't make it a huge obstacle. What I, what I find is I have people driving an hour, an hour to come to consultations if you sit up the right way. Does that make sense? And, and Heath, if it's a big deal, we don't meet in person. We do the same exact presentation over the phone. So your, so your process for uh, initial leads that you have are phone, get them in, application over the phone. Correct. Docs. Docs, then come in. Correct. How many people actually do that, like in that order correctly? 90% of them. Wow. I should move to Texas. Right. That's my takeaway. 90% of the people. <laughs> it kind of goes back to Jeremy. It kind of goes back to creating the fear again, though. Yeah. Right? People know the market's changing. Right. And the realtors know the market's changing. It's about programming, too. When you have a realtor referring the right way, Heath. Right. Oh, my gosh. Dude, have you been to Jason, one of Jason's consultations before? So I also invite all my realtors to come to the consultation with me. And that's when we were just really knocking out of the park. And once they see that, then they can refer with conviction. Hey, go get your letter from Jason. But you really, really need to go sit down with him. Like, I've been doing this for 20 years. It is the best loan consultation, professional mortgage presentation I've ever seen in my life. It'll be worth your 30 minutes. Does that make sense? And so um, for our face-to-face consults, uh, this is like my favorite thing to do in the mortgage industry, um, is, and my team knows it, when they come to our office, it's kind of like they're coming to our home field. Does that make sense? So we are just obsessed about the client experience when they get to the office. Okay? Um, and what that looks like, we, so we set, the, we set the appointment. They get a follow-up email right there. I mean, they, they get the Outlook invite. They get invited. Right. The day before my team calls and says, hey, Mr. Smith, hey, Mr. Smith, this is Candace with Jason Himes team at Cherry Creek Mortgage Company. Jason is so excited to see you tomorrow. Don't forget you have your loan consultation. Here's what you need to bring. Here's directions to our office. Um, he's excited to see you. He just leaves a voice. No need to call me back. We'll see you tomorrow. OK. The next morning, guess what else happens? They get a text and they get another phone call. Right. Hey, we just want to make sure you're still, if they've already confirmed, we're good. If they haven't confirmed, hey, I left you a voicemail yesterday. Jason is excited to see you at 930 this morning, right? I want to make sure you know how to get to the office. Here's my personal line in case you get lost. Makes sense. And so when they come in, um, the whole team is on alert. So when we do our daily team meeting, we know what the consults are. 
we actually share at the console a little bit about the client in the daily team meeting. We have this client coming at one, this client coming at three, this client coming at four. And each LP1, if they took the application, they have to read back something personal they learned in the application. Make sense? So it's building that report. It's building the stickiness, right? And um, I hired this new receptionist about six months ago. And she's literally changed the whole experience for us, right? Um, her name is Miss Terry, okay? Miss Terry worked at an oil and gas company. In Houston, oil and gas just took a plummet. I mean, she used to manage an office of 30 oil and gas guys. She used to run big offices, and now she is a receptionist for us. And she knocks it out of the park. So in my office, there's about a 30-yard stretch. You can see people coming down the hall. Miss Terry has the welcome board up there that you can see from the end of the hall. She's also sitting in her reception area like this, looking out, looking for the client. So when they turn the corner right about 1 o'clock, she's sitting there. She gets up out of her seat, right, and she opens the door when they're walking in and says, Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we're so excited to see you at Cherry Creek Mortgage Company. Jason is so happy that you're here. Come on in. She guides them in. There's a TV screen. On the TV screen, there's a couple things on the TV screen. It says, Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Thank you so much for trusting Cherry Creek Mortgage Company and Haley Garcia. Okay, so we cross sell who? Realtor. The realtor, right? The logo is also on there as well, too. Miss Terry calls the day before when she confirms the client. She calls the realtor and she says, oh, by the way, have Mr. and Mrs. Smith found a house yet? No, they haven't found a house yet. They're just looking. Well, is there one that they kind of liked? She'll go pull the pictures off MLS and put on the TV screen. So when they walk in the door, they see the house that they like, their number one choice, right? Because it does what? We're all trying to get them down to a path of converting the lead. Does that make sense? Uh, they walk in. We have a snack menu. So I find that uh, I don't like going to the dentist, and most people don't really like having their credit review with a mortgage guy, right? So uh, there's a snack menu with sneakers, M&Ms, all kinds of snacks that put people at ease. They walk in. They fill out the All About You form. Miss Terry walks them in. The, she takes them from the reception area, um, and she walks them into the conference room. She's got two coasters. We all, we're very strategic on this. She makes them sit on the other side of the table. She has two coasters that says Jason High, uh, Cherry Creek Mortgage, Jason Hyam Team. The All About You form there. And she says, I think her script is, hey, we're so, like I said, Jason's excited to see you. We already have a lot of information on you. We want to get a little more personal information on you because we like to stay in contact with our clients even after we close. We build relationships with our clients. Would you mind filling out this all about you form? And she's just super sweet. And they fill out, they typically fill out the form. Um, and then when they sit at this table, I have a charity wall. Uh, there's a long coffee bar here and it's all glass and you can see a charity wall. Okay. Like Rick said, we love giving back. We make a lot of money so we can give back. But the charity wall that looks at it, it has 12 charities that all the loan officers in the office give back to. So it's our charities we give back to in the local community. And the next, um, the next thing is pictures of us at those charities with the realtors. So I've literally had clients, I'm going back and forth between the office, literally get out of their seat. Like maybe they want another 10% down option. I go back to my computer. I work it up. I go back, I go, leave, go to my office, and they're literally staring out there and looking at the charities. This is before we've talked to interest rate or anything. And they're like, wow, you have a really nice wall. You give back to the community. This is great, right? It makes you much more reputable. So that whole experience, they felt all about you form. We do a professional consultation with them, um, and that's our process. We go through it. I always like to make sure number one thing in a consult for me is that they walk out and they're very, very clear with what option they're doing. 
Even if they haven't really made up their mind, they're going to make... They're going to, it, uh, I learned this from Josh a long time ago. When they're, when they're unsure about which mortgage option they're going to choose, do you think they're unsure about going with you? Yeah. Right? You really haven't answered the question. So I always ask the question, hey, you don't have to decide enough. You really don't know. That's cool. But if, if you have a contract right now and you're closing in two weeks, what does your gut tell you? Which one of these would you choose? And they say, I would choose that one. Like, that's an excellent choice. That's the one I would choose pretty much every single time, right? It's always the best choice. And I circle it. I put a big star and I circle it. I'm like, listen, I know you haven't found a house yet today. I'm going to put this in our database. That way Crystal knows that this is the option we're going to look at first when you find the contract. So that's how we do it. Awesome. Yeah, let's give them a round of applause. Excellent job. Great job. So mine's a little different. He's West, he's, he's West, he's West Coast. Okay. So, um, I'm going to talk not about just the initial like call because mine are all initial calls and that, but I want to get a little nerdy and granular onto like the follow up details, when it happens, what is said, et cetera. So, um, cause the key here is conversion, right? So how many of you guys talk to all of your leads before they fill out an application of some sort? So about 15%. So it's been, it's made the biggest difference in my business. Okay. Over the last year and a half, I talked to close to 90% of all leads before they ever fill out anything ever. Okay. It's really important. Now it doesn't mean I get them on the first phone call when I do my initial one time, try to reach out to them. It does go to an LP one who will call and schedule a 15 minute introduction phone call with me. Okay. So I will not meet with anyone until I have that phone call, but I'm talking to all of them up front. Okay. It's really, really, really important that we go this way. You guys, because okay, when they call quick and who do they talk to up front, <laughs> they, hello. they yeah. talk, they talk to the person, right? So, um, in my initial lead call and converting the lead. So I have an appointment. This is exactly what it sounds like. Can someone role play with me? That's not Jason so that he can add value. You will. Okay. Up here. So this is going to be what the initial 15 minute. When I say 15 minute, you guys, sometimes it takes three minutes. Sometimes it takes 15. Sometimes it takes eight. It just depends how it goes, but I'm going to show you how simple it is. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hey, is this Jessica? It is. Hey, this is Jeremy Forcier from Cross Country Mortgage. Is this still a good time? It is. Awesome. So uh, I know you referred to me by Jason Heim. He's great. How did you meet him? You know, I met him at an open house last weekend. Oh, cool. Well, you hit the lotto. I got to tell you, you could have met anyone at the open house, but you met one of the best realtors possible that's going to take great care of you. So uh, tell me, it looks like you're getting pre-approved for a house. Uh, how can I help you? Pause. It's the best script ever. Write it down. Okay. How can I help you? And shut up. And then be quiet. So tell me, how, how can I help you? Well, he told me that um, I should talk to you. We have a house to sell, and we're trying to decide if now's the right time to, to do the move up by. Okay. I really want to keep our payments similar to what we pay now, but we're curious if we could get a little more square footage. I'm pregnant, so we're just kind of checking out our options. Congratulations. Thank do you, you know the gender? Not yet. It's very early. Oh, okay. Well, awesome. Well, that, that's fantastic. I'm super excited for you guys. Uh, so tell me, are you looking to sell your house first 
or do you want to buy this house before you sell your house? Well, that's part of what he had recommended I talk to you about. Um, yeah. I know it's an extreme seller's market, so we're a little nervous about being homeless, uh, totally. that sort of thing. So I'm looking for some guidance. Okay. Well, we can definitely customize it, and I can show you how it will work both ways, okay? Okay. So then you can make an informed decision. So before I go into, like, the process and um, what the next step is, do you have any specific questions that I can answer for you today while I have you? Yeah, I'm curious, you know, do you think um, interest rates are going to go up? I'm a little nervous. Like, part of me wants to wait a little while, maybe get settled with the baby and do this next year. But, you know, my husband has concerns about rates. So I just was curious, like, what your thoughts are about that. I think it's great. So everything that I look and read and see, I see rates continuing to go up short term and in the intermediate. Now, with that said, I have an evolving opinion and it changes every day. Because things change every single day. But what I'd like to focus more on is, can you afford the monthly payment and are you going to get what you want? Because the rate is really secondary. There's many people right now that are saying, hey, I'm going to wait and see if house prices come down, you know, and then we're going to take a look at buying then. I will tell you that if rates go up a 1% and home prices come down 15%, it's still going to cost you more with the higher interest rate. So the market is the market. I think that it's always a great time to buy if you can get exactly what you want and it fits within your budget. Okay. So have you guys talked about what you want a monthly budget to look like? Yeah, we don't want to go over 3500 a month. Okay. Does that include taxes and insurance and yeah, everything? Yeah, all in. Okay, and that's cool. about what we pay now. Awesome. And then how much do you have available to put down if you didn't sell your house? Well, we haven't had Jason over to the house to tell us what it's worth yet, but we're, we're thinking it's worth like 600 is our okay. guess. And how much do you owe on the house? I think we owe like 375. Okay, great. So plenty of equity there. Awesome. Um, what other specific questions? Anything else you have for me before I explain what the next step is and how the process will work? I want you guys to catch that because I'm going to ask me another question too. Yeah. I. Well, what do you need from us? Like to give us some of this information? Like what do you want me to send you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically there's three different levels of getting pre-approved. Has anyone ever explained them to you? No, the last lender we worked with, like, did everything over the phone real quick. It took five minutes. So that's kind of what I thought the process was. But Jason said that you're the best. So tell me what I need to do. So our industry does a really bad job of explaining really what it is to be pre-approved or fully underwritten and approved. Everyone thinks that you can go online, fill something out, you get a letter, and that means that you can go buy a house, and it couldn't be further from the truth. Okay. Okay, so there's really three different levels. So the first step would be to fill out this customer questionnaire mm -hmm. that I can either send you to fill out. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes, super easy, and if you don't know any answer, you can just skip it, okay? Okay. That would be the first step, or we could take all of the information for the customer questionnaire. You guys get that? The customer mm -hmm. questionnaire over the phone, mm -hmm. okay? Um, that would be step one. Now, that's where most people stop. So when you fill out the customer questionnaire, it's simple stuff like, you know, where do you work? Um, how much money do you make on a monthly or annual basis? Um, simple stuff like that, okay. okay? So once that is filled out, um, then someone from my team is going to contact you to get it all tidied up to make sure we have the correct information. Okay. It'll also have the needs list that you just asked about with all the documents that we will need in order to pre-approve you. Okay. So when you fill out the customer questionnaire, you're going to be pre-qualified at that time. Okay? That's the first step towards pre-approval. Now, that's where most lenders stop. 
Okay, but they don't have any of your information yet or your documents to know that if you're really approved. That's why I'm sure you've heard of horror stories happening in the market yeah. where people have horrible experiences and they don't end up getting the loan that they wanted. Have you ever heard of anything I like have, that? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. The reason that happens is because most lenders cross their fingers and hope it works out. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in gambling with anyone's money and emotions. I believe in guarantees. Okay. So if we can collect all of your documents, step two would be you'll be pre-approved. That means we've reviewed all your documents, we've verified it's correct, we've looked at the loan program that you're qualified for, and you will be ready to shop for a home at that time. Okay. Okay. Now, I said there's three steps, so there's a third one. Okay. The third step is fully underwritten and approved. Okay, so this is the most important one. You see, I'm a salesperson. Right. Okay. So you're going to give me all of your documents. I'm going to review them and I'm going to say, yep, it looks good to go. You should go shop today. A salesperson is the worst person to tell you when you are ready to go <laughs> because I don't make the final decision. Okay. okay. An actual underwriter looks at everything and actually approves your file. That's how mortgages work everywhere at every single company, whether it's Quicken, Wells Fargo, Chase, Broker B down the street or me. Okay. So what we do, which is very unique to our company, is that we will actually fully underwrite and approve your file before you ever even find a house so that you can shop with 100% confidence and know that you're going to get the loan that you want. Okay. So step one, I'm going to send you this questionnaire right now. Okay. If you could fill out the information, get it back to me in the next 24 hours. If we don't hear back from you within 24 hours, I'm sure someone from my team will reach out to you. If you have any questions or difficulties with it, please let me know. I'm here to help. Okay. Dude, that's awesome. Go give it up for Jeremy. So. Love it. Now, here's what happens after that, okay? This is where the conversion really, really starts happening. It's important, right? I send that template out, right? And it says, great to chat. Please fill out the customer questionnaire. It's a link that says customer questionnaire. Now, when they click on that, where does it go? Loan application. It's a loan application, you guys. So eight, 88% of people, this is important for you to know, survey said 88% of people will fill out a questionnaire. 50% or less will fill out an application because they have fear of being declined for something. Ooh, I like that. I like it. That's why I started using customer questionnaire. It's just answering some questions. So. Um, they go there and they fill it out. Let's say that they don't fill it out. How many of you have people that say that we're, they're going to apply and then a week goes by? Cool. It happens to me every single day over and over and over again. Okay. So here is my follow-up routine. Okay. We follow up on getting the loan applications and or documents every other day for two weeks. And if they still don't have it in, then it goes to one time a week for two months, and if they still don't have it in, then it goes to one time a month for 12 months. Okay? Do you guys all get that? Ready? So following up on customer questionnaire, loan application, and documents after you've met with them or talked to them is every other day for two weeks. That's call and email. Okay? Who's included on the email? Realtor. Every time. Okay? We do that for two weeks. Then if we still don't have something back, it goes to one time a week for two months. We always have some type of answer by then, by the way, for the most part. They're either like, oh, we're not applying, we're using someone. But if they didn't, written down in our process is one time a month for one year. Okay? 
So the reason why we include the realtor on it every time is we want to show them, right, that we are on top of it. Cool. So now they get all their stuff in. Okay. They filled out. They filled out the questionnaire. They provided some documents. The questionnaire has been cleaned up, but we don't have enough to pre-approve them yet fully. Right. They didn't get everything into us that we need. This is where I used to make a lot of mistakes and I would credit qual them and I would send them loan options, right, to try to keep them engaged. I do not send any mortgage numbers ever anymore until I have 100% of documents. And I was really scared when I made that change. I was like, I haven't done it this way for 10 years and I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to lose people. Okay. And it had the opposite effect, but it's because we have to stay sticky in communication still. So if, if we don't have all their stuff yet, but we did credit them, and so we can kind of prequal them, here is the email that goes out. Congratulations, um, Jessica. You have accomplished the first step towards getting pre-approved. You have accomplished the first step towards getting pre-approved. <laughs> you, can email, you can ask the concierge. I can send you this template as well. It's an email template, okay? It says that based on the information you provided, it looks like you're approved for $500,000 with 3.5% down, right? Once we receive all the documentation from you, Jeremy will put together uh, some mortgage options for you and create a video, and then that way you guys can meet face-to-face or go over the phone together at that time, okay? That's what they get. So they didn't get pre... There's no letter, no pre-qual letter. There's no pre-approval letter, but you give them just a little nibble on like, oh, it looks like you're... Approved to 500,000, right? Now, um, from there, um, once we get all the documentation in, okay, and we actually have it, that's when I use my professional presentation. Um, I would love to do more face-to-face, you guys. It just doesn't happen for me. So I did about, let's see, last week I did five of 15. So what's that, 30%? So I did 30% face-to-face last week, okay, in my consults. All the other ones still need information because they're buying homes an hour and a half away from me, right? So I use something called Mortgage Coach, okay? It doesn't matter what you use. You could use an Excel spreadsheet. You could use whatever. I use Mortgage Coach Edge to create a presentation with multiple options with a video from me specifically for them, walking them through each option, okay? Why is it so important to have a professional presentation walking them through options? Yeah, differentiates yourself, number one. Number two is that I find that in a three-minute video, I can counter ten objections before they ever bring them up. Right? What objections do we get on a regular basis? Rate. Rate. What's the rate? What else do we get? Fees. What are the fees? What else do we get? Is it a fixed rate? Is it a fixed rate? What's the down payment? Is this my max qualifying? How come I don't qualify for more? I make so much money. I can answer all of that stuff in this little video that I make with a nice presentation in a browser, on mobile, wherever, that I can address all of those things. Okay? So I make a quick video. Now, let's talk about rates real quick. So if someone is not in contract, okay, if someone is not in contract, I give them a half a percent range up and down from where the market is today. Very important. It's one of my little secrets. Why would I do that? Because it could change. <laughs> well, they do go up and down. It's like could... not lying, right? Also, people are so sensitive right now when there's so much media out there as far as what rates are with no explanation. 
Okay? So what I do is I show them, let's say it's 4.875% today. I know it's not. Don't tell me. It's five and a quarter. I know. But let's just say it's 4.875. Okay? So I would show them one option at 4.375. I'd show them a second option at 4.875. And I'd show them a third option at five and three eighths. Okay? And then in my video, I say, hey, congratulations. You know, it looks like you're pre-approved. What I put together here is a video presentation for you to show you what your payments are going to look like in the best and worst case scenario because things change on a daily basis and we don't know when you're going to get into contract. When you get into contract, we'll redo all of these specifically, you know, for the house that you're in and then we can go through all your options and then I walk them through each option, right? Walk them through each option. So um, that's how I get through. It's pre-approved now, right? This is where I lose most of my people and it pisses me off is that we do a great job. We go the extra mile. I'm sending them a thank you card as soon as they're pre-approved personally, right? I'm sending them a gift. Congratulations, you're pre-approved. Sweet to be working with you. I send them cookies to their office. I, I changed that, by the way, from real approval to pre-approval. I need to show them who I am sooner, okay? So we've gone through all this. We got their documents. We get them fully underwritten and approved. They get into contract and I get the death email. <laughs> hey, you guys have been so great. <laughs> We're going to refer all our friends and family to you. I really hate to have to do this, but you guys get it, right? Ah, it makes me insane. The death email. Right? So when you have a longer sales cycle, depending on what market you're in, I have a very long sales cycle. Okay. So I pre-approve someone. Typically, they're going to get in the contract at some point in the next six months. It's just the way it is. Okay. So I have to be stickier in front of them. So what do they get? Okay. Number one is they get called every other Wednesday. If you have under 80 pre-approved people, you can call them every Wednesday. I have 296 stretching back three years that haven't bought yet. I know it's stupid. I don't even know. Maybe I should stop following up with some of them, but no. Right. So I go every other week, every other Wednesday, 50, 50, right? Phone call. Okay. Number two is that they get a video email from me every month. They get a video email from me every month. Per, no, not personalized, generic. Okay. Generic a video email. I make update on the market. Um, it could be rates are going up, cost of waiting, seller buy down strategy. I'm just coming up with something that I can send them. Okay, to stay in front of them something and short, remind them. Something short, short and sweet. Yes. And uh, last thing that I do for everyone that's pre-approved that's not in contract yet, right, is I invite them to my events. This has been a big game changer for me, too. Usually, who do we reverse our, uh, reserve our events for? Past clients. Cool. Past clients, right? We close and we got the money already. Hey, thanks. We're going to treat you to something now. So I started inviting current clients that we're working with, pre-approved clients, leads, and it's increasing conversion. Okay, it's increasing conversion. Who do they get to talk to at the happy hour when there's someone who hasn't closed with you yet and a bunch of people that have closed with you? Who comes to happy hours? People that like you or hate you. <laughs> Start inviting, okay, your leads there. Start inviting your leads there, okay? So they're in contract, we have to resell them again. All right, they're in contract, we have to resell them again. You have to redo, in my opinion, your presentation with them again. You have to do the professional presentation with them again. 
Okay, you have to. Get them to come in the office if you can. If you can't get them to come into the office, use Zoom. Z-O-O-M dot U-S. I use it every day with clients. Okay, it's a video app. It creates a face-to-face. All right? Yes? When you send them the spreadsheet and the software that I use, I get alerted when they open it. Okay? So if I'm free and I see that they opened it, I call them. Ready? This is what it sounds like. You go ring, ring, ring. Jason, answer. Hello? Hey, Jason, it's Jeremy Forcier. How you doing? Oh, man, how are you doing? Hey, nothing. I was just calling to check in with you. Man, everything's going good, man. Okay, that was a bad role play, and I'll tell you why. It's because I didn't set them up correctly, and I did a bad job. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm going to role play with myself. It'll be easy. Okay? So, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hi, this is Jason. <laughs> hey, Jason, it's Jeremy Forcier, Cross Country Mortgage. Really? That's so weird. I was just looking at your spreadsheet. <laughs> no way. How ironic. <laughs> Who would have thought? That's crazy. Well, did you have any questions about it? You guys, it's so simple, right? It's being fast and being on it, seeing when they're looking at it, following up with them, asking them if they have any questions about it. It works. So it's, like it. it keeps you sticky. Yeah. So the question was, we use a video conferencing Zoom. He does. Okay. Having trouble getting people to use it. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Okay. When you're going to do a phone appointment, I always ask, hey, will you be in front of a computer? It's really important. Because I'm going to send you, quote unquote, some stuff to look at. 90% of people will be like, yeah, right? Unless they can't be. So when they are, I go, hey, I'm going to send you a link that I need you to click on real quick. This is when I'm on the call with them. I'm going to send you a link so I, you know, we can go over the documents. They click on it and they pop up on my screen and they're like, holy crap. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is what I look like. I did this with a woman a couple weeks ago and she was so embarrassed. She was like, I don't look right. That's what she said. I don't look right for this. And I was like, well, I can. So I hit her. I, go, I can't see you now. It's all good. Love your race. Right? Good luck. Yeah. You want them to see you, though. That's what's most important. Okay? So if they do it from their phone, you don't have to see them. They'll still see you. So it was... Hey, will you be in front of a computer if you can't do a face-to-face? Will you be in front of a computer when we do our appointment? Yes, no. Most are going to say yes because you tell them it's really important that you're in front of a computer. Okay? When you're on the call, you go, hey, I'm going to send you a link real quick. If you could click on it for me, it might ask you to run or download something real quick, but it's going to make it so I can share all the documents with you and review them. They click it. They run it. They're on your screen. They freak out. And they think you're cool at the same time. Okay, so um, has anyone got one tactic at least they can use to increase more leads? Cool. So we have 10 minutes and I want to spend the last 10 minutes answering any kind of question as granular as you guys can get. We had one that Sam brought up and Sam, what was your question? Could you get the mic to Sam right here? Yeah, at the beginning, we were talking about when the real estate agent is referring us and they will send you a text or an email even if it's in your template that says, hey, I gave your name and number to, you know, Joe and Mary. Um, you know, so I just look out for, for the call, take good care of them. But they don't want to give you Joe and Mary's number to contact them. It, it, it's like they're, they're afraid that if we're calling them, we're spamming them or bugging them. What do you do or is there a strategy you're using to overcome that? Yes. I got, I got three strategies for it, okay? So happens to me daily. They have the template they're supposed to use, all that stuff. They text me, oh, I just gave your name to Cindy. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, so my response is always, um, awesome. What is Cindy's first and last name spelled correctly? Okay. That's always what I ask. Would Cindy be offended if I politely reached out to her to introduce myself? Offended is the key word. Would Cindy be offended if I politely reached out to her, smiling, you know? Would Cindy be offended if I politely reached out to her (laughs) to introduce myself and you smile? Right? That's one way, okay? Another, and what's really important too is you always add it to lead tracker, even if they just give you the name. So if they say, oh, she just really wants to reach out to you first, get them correct, hey, can I have the correct spelling of the name? That way I can, you know, make sure when they call in, people are going to be aware of who she is, et cetera. Sure. Cool. Hey, do you have a phone number or email? I'm not going to call. I just want to make sure we can recognize on the caller ID when it comes in that it matches her name. We won't call, I promise though. You mind just giving that to me? And then three days later you call the realtor, can I call now? Yeah. So, and then this is the third strategy part to it is I always say, hey, if they don't reach out to me in the next 24 hours, I'm going to reach back out to you so you can introduce us formally. So did I tell he or she what I'm going to do or did I ask? I told him, hey, I gave him some suggestions and I told him what I'm going to do. You got to give suggestions and then you tell him what you're going to do. Hey, you mind, you know, introduce, oh, no, they're not ready. Oh, cool. So. What's the correct name and spelling? Great. Now we'll know when they call in. Hey, if I don't hear from them in the next 24 hours, I'm going to go ahead and reach out to you so you can formally introduce he's, them. He's leading the realtor down the path, yes. right? Cool. We got one back there. Question back there. Cool. Yep. Uh, Jeremy, how do you, the, you know, speed of lead's important right now. So we're telling our staff within 20 minutes, lead comes in, we, we need to be on it. If I'm in all of my prospecting meetings and client meetings and all this stuff, I do understand the importance of me talking to them up front. How are you, how are you handling that logistically, speed to lead, but yet you talking to them before they app? Cool. So, um, Jason, how do you do it? So, uh, I've given my team permission to do what's called a tee up call. All right. So, the number one thing is that they understand that the lead is the most important thing that's coming in. That's, right. that's step number one. But we call it a tee up call. They literally take a sticky. And I've given them permission. Hey, you can bug me anytime. If it's a lead, come bug me and bring me a tee up phone call. I'm on the phone anyways, talking to clients, talking to realtors. Like it goes on my great distractor anyways. So then we play the game. It's like, hey, Crystal, you didn't give me a tee up call today. Where's my tee up calls? Right. And so, some people do, other, do you do the 4:30 uh, at the end of the day, or do you call sooner? Eh, I should. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I don't do the homework. So I, I do a tee. I do a tee up because because it also makes the team aware, hey, this yeah. is the most important thing going on right now, is, is the lead in the conversion of the lead. So I think what you're saying, though, is that how do you do it if you're not available? Is that well, right? Do, and, and are they, so you're waiting until 4.30, do anybody contact No, I'm not. I'm not. They're, they're coming in my office. I got, I got a hot lead. Like, they, they call, I talk to them, you call them. So, so they just, do I'm talk to them first. I'm handling it right away. So wait, let's define talk to them first. You guys all overanalyze everything too much. <laughs> I said that I talk to them before they apply. Yeah. Okay, there's a difference. Right. So I'm in appointments probably 10 hours a day. Okay. Out of the 12 that I work. Yes, I admitted I work 12 hours a day. Okay. So I'm probably in appointments 10 of those 12 hours. All right. So when someone calls in, right. And it's a new referral. I have my LP one checks my voicemail all day. I never check my voicemail. So if you leave me nasty, funny voicemails, she always gets them first and she thinks they're hilarious by the way. Okay. So she knows to call back that lead. Hi, it's Megan from Jeremy Forcier's office. I just picked up your voicemail. He's in a current client appointment. Um, I wanted to schedule a 15 minute phone call for you guys to chat. Uh, it looks like you have some time here and here. Do you mind if I ask you a couple quick questions so that he can be prepared for the call? 
It's that simple. Yeah. Like, mine's, mine's super basic as it. well, too. They just hear my voice, yeah. basically, right? That, that's it. And then it says, set up call. Now, someone's going to ask me, well, what if they want to apply right then and there? Awesome. Apply. Yes. <laughs> Megan's prepared for that, too. Hey, you know what? It looks like he's not going to be able to talk to them, but you can talk to Brittany right now. And she can get things started if you're in a rush. Like, take okay? the app. Just go. Just take the app yeah. and then we'll... Yeah, just take the app and we'll call later. Yeah. And say, hey, I heard you talk to Crystal. Okay, what do you got? In your stale lead follow-up where you're um, calling every other day for two weeks and then once a month yeah. or once a week, yeah. um, how often are you um, weaving back into those calls or are your LPs making those calls? Who's doing those? Yep, so my LP1 is making those calls. Okay, and then we meet, we do a lead tracker meeting every single week, just myself and the LP1s. And then anyone who's been unresponsive for greater than a week, they give me a hot list. I need you to call these 10 people today. I need you to call these five people today. They're not responding to me. Okay? So I get a hot list from them on people that are being unresponsive. Hey, how are you managing clients that are wanting to move at a really fast pace and make an offer? So if you get a referral on a Thursday morning at 10 and the realtor saying, hey, we're looking at houses tonight, and they may not have the luxury to go through the full pre-approval process, how do you manage that um, so they don't shortcut your system? How do you do it? Well, we have a pretty awesome online portal for Borrow Portal. So, I mean, it's simple. We can do it in 45 minutes. Hey, let's do the application. Hey, time's of the essence. There are going to be some other offers coming in. So go ahead and we'll go ahead and take your application right now over the phone. Here's the link to go ahead and upload all your docs right now. Literally, you can drag and drop it right into the portal, and it's done. We'll look at it. We'll give you a full paper. It doesn't take that long for us to fully pre-approve someone. But we create the sense of urgency. Hey, you want to move fast? Like, we'll move as fast as you want to move. Like, you want to make an offer? You want to, Because it's also less time to shop, right? Yeah. Like, I'll move very fast. You don't want to shop. That's cool. Let's rock and roll. Let's get it done. So my script for it is, hey, I can move as fast as the wind if you would like to participate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I move as fast as the wind if you would like to participate. And then they go, okay, how? <laughs> and then I say, awesome. We need, so here's the thing. We're not going to have enough time to go through the full pre-approval, right? So I tell them. But because you work with Jason and I want to make sure that you have the best opportunity to get this house, get I'm going to make a one-off exception as long as I set some ground rules. Yep. I'm going to issue you a pre-approval letter today, even though I can't go through the full process. This is the minimum I need. Credit poll, right? application filled out, et cetera. But we need to understand that until I have all of your items, you are not actually truly pre-approved, but I do not want you to miss out on this opportunity. Yeah, don't lose the house. Okay? And then they're like, oh my God, thank you yeah. for making the exception. They feel forever indebted. Yeah. So that, that's what I do. Okay. Do y'all have any experience using Agent Legend to follow up on leads? I would say talk to Oleg about that. I, I, I bought it and never logged in. <laughs> Anybody in the room? So use I it? bought it because he told me it was awesome, and then I, it's been three months you and do I that spent too? 600 bucks. But um, sure I hear that. it's really good, but I, I don't know anything about it. Zero? All right, that's it. If you have more questions, you guys, you can guys, come Guys, give it up to Jeremy Forsyth. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the CORE's Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.thecoretraining.com.